Hey, I'm Sylvester. And Angel. And we are Black, Black Geek, Geek Couple. Couple. A podcast about horror. Geek culture. And anything we want to talk about. So, enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to the show. In today's episode, we will be t- discussing Amazon Prime's new, what, anthology series? Yes. Them. Mm-hmm. A very... I was not very, but it's been a controversial show. It's it's triggering, I guess. Um, well, not I guess. Like I don't really know how to explain it. Like I love horror. I don't really like black torture, black trauma, porn, or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> this show's definitely. It's a split. I feel like it's either you hear people really love the show or you hear people really, really hate the show. And I lean towards more. Okay, so if we gave it out of a 10, what would you give it? I'd probably give it a 7. A 7? Well, okay, that's higher than I would. (laughs) (laughs) That was way higher. (laughs) I would say a 5.5. I think the acting is amazing. I think mm-hmm. it was all shot beautifully. Mm-hmm. I think that um, the story is solid, but I just had a lot of issues with some things. I guess Aiden has a lot of issues with the show, too. What's wrong with the show, Aiden? Our sometimes guest, Aiden. Aiden. Would you like to, because he watched it. What, what did you have problems with it? Okay. Mm. Well, that was very interesting. I know. I I did not like the ending either. That is so crazy. Okay, so for me, the biggest thing was um, they showed a lot of black trauma. And it was just, just one incident after another incident. And this black family... Oh, okay. Well, let's give you the rundown. This black family... A summary. Oh, yeah. Well, spoiler. If you haven't watched the show. We're going to tell you about it. So there will be a lot of spoilers in this. If you want to watch the show without any spoilers, you can stop now and rejoin. Once you finish the series. We watched it in two days. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this family moves from Angel's hometown of uh, one of the Carolinas. Uh, no, it's not my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> they were from North Carolina. I am from South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, moved from the Carolinas and came to um, California. Compton, Compton California. California. East Compton. Yeah, Clovers. Before it was that, though. Uh, um, back when it was uh, run by white folks. So, um, they moved there because of a very traumatic incident that happened in North Carolina. Um... I guess trigger warning, we're going to be talking about sexual assault and child murder. Yes. So, the main, I guess, secret that slowly unravels in this series, or the main, like, trigger that caused, that pushed the whole story in motion, was the fact that the mother of the family um, was raped and her child was murdered. By a racist white woman and her, her sons. inbred sons. Mm-hmm. So that caused 
a lot of PTSD, a lot of depression, uh, a lot of emotional scarring, and they just wanted to start new. They wanted to start fresh, Mm -hmm. and they wanted to start where they believed that there was less racism. Yeah. The dad um, informed his wife that he had family out in California and that life was different. He had a higher-paying job. Which he did. He did. He did have family. He did have a higher-paying job. Ooh, ooh, Aiden's saying it. Aiden's saying it. But that man lied. He lied about a lot. Well, he didn't lie. He kind of um, omitted the truth. Yeah. Like, um, like the fact that they were moving from North Carolina, where they were just harassed by white people, to move into an all-white neighborhood. Because that's not going to trigger anything within them. Mm-hmm. Um, not only do they move into an all-white neighborhood after this traumatic event, their house is haunted? Haunted? Yeah. Which, I don't know if it's the house that's haunted or they were haunted. No, it was the house, too. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I, so. yeah, I guess so, because they're... But, okay, so my main issue with this show, I'm going off to the fact that I'm thinking that you already seen it. My main issue with the show is it's one traumatic event on top of one traumatic event on top of one traumatic event. And there's no payoff for the characters. Literally, it's just pain. From episode one to episode ten, it's non-stop. Yeah. Like, the writers were just like, what can I do next? What can I do next? Anything you could think of, it happened. <laughs> they they had a, first of all, it's a short series, and they had a nerve to have a filler episode. Two just, filler episodes. Two. Yeah, episode five. No, not episode five. Well, episode five. I wouldn't call five a filler episode. I mean, it wasn't necessary. Episode five is the shortest episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I guess it's just like, okay. So it wasn't it, necessary to be seen. Yeah, it's the shortest episode because all it does is depict the rape and the murder of their child. And I feel like because throughout the whole series, they kept showing it anyway. Mm-hmm. And they kept revealing it to us through pieces. Mm-hmm. So there was no point of having a whole episode, which is the shortest episode you have, just to depict that if you're going to depict it throughout the Show. episodes anyway. Yeah. But... I wouldn't call that a filler because it was a main part of the story. I guess. I considered... I just felt it was not necessary to... What it showed wasn't necessary for the audience to see. Yeah. I feel like some things you can visualize and we know what happened. Yeah. But to see it was just taking it overboard. Okay. I think the filler episode was the tall man ghost... Where we figured out that he was a racist preacher who murdered a black couple by putting hot pokers in their eyes. One, I don't need to know that the ghost is racist. I could already sense that. We knew that from episode one. The whole town was racist. He was talking to me real backwards. I, I already know the ghost is racist. I don't care that the ghost lost the kid. I don't care about this whole little town. The only thing I got from that filler episode was the fact that the town burnt down and I enjoyed that shit because that was the only bit of payoff that I got except for that cop getting shot. Yeah. Um, Sidetrack. Uh, the cop got shot 
and it made me happy because he was a bad person. <laughs> we shall continue. <laughs> but yeah, the show for me, the acting was amazing. I yes. would give it to each and every person because the family was amazing. Their extended family was amazing. The neighbors made me absolutely hate them. <laughs> and I feel like in a show that if you're supposed to be the villain and you could bring out that feeling in the audience, you are doing your job. Because I hated every single person, <laughs> every single neighbor. Shout out to the actor that um, Sookie Stackhouse's little brother or big brother or whatever from True Blood. I see you out there in the hard world doing your thing. Shout out to you and thank you for shooting that white lady. Okay. He's the real MVP. You was crazy. But when she woke up and was like, saw him with a rope, thinking he's about to go lynch this innocent black family, she was like, I want to see you do it. And then, boom, you find out, no, 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 the rope's for you because he's been stalking you and wants to kidnap you and keep you down in his basement. I was like, yes. <laughs> but can we, I want to take a moment and we talk about, because we talked about the house being haunted. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And the mom and the dad's trauma from the rape and the loss of their child yeah. being killed. And but let's talk about the children. So they have two daughters. Ooh, and she the, about to go in. The, <laughs> the oldest daughter is Ruby. Um and the youngest daughter is Gracie. And Gracie is so cute. Yeah. Love Gracie. So adorable. So smart. You're cute too, buddy. She just wants to go to school and she wants to be a teacher like her mom is a teacher. Mm -hmm. um, so, but what really bothered me was the oldest daughter's storyline, which was Ruby. She, um, I'm going to guess she's 14 okay. and she's in high school. So she goes to this high school. She's one of the only black kids in this um, school. Okay. But she's bullied all the time because she's black. But then the show starts to show that you can tell she's hating her skin color. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Aiden. <laughs> but she starts to hate her skin color and she wants to be white. And she develops this... She has this friend who's nice to her and she sees everywhere but it just the, I don't know <laughs> the feeling that I was getting from like the, when she, the scene when she painted herself white to cover her dark skin she paints herself with white paint and then goes to perform a as a cheer in front of the school and you know this white school already thinks she crazy for being black <laughs> so she show up covered white and cheering, they like, oh, she done lost it. Yeah. But, okay, so Ruby has this friend who is just the only person that's talking to her and telling her things like, you're pretty for a black girl and all mm -hmm. that. Like, yeah. So, but slowly you find out that the friend's not real. It's a ghost or a projection of Ruby's self-hate. I, I can see what they were trying to do. I felt like this show was trying to tap on a lot of issues within black culture. Yeah. Um, Self-hate, PTSD, yeah. um, classism, mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah, so it, it tried to touch on a lot of things, but in the terms of Ruby, they didn't really establish why Ruby didn't think black was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess well, in I mean, that time period growing up with surrounded by white people all yeah. on TV and white people in beauty magazines mm-hmm. and then being surrounded by white people who were telling you you were ugly and all this stuff. That definitely could have contributed to Ruby, but I felt like coming from a strong household where yeah. her mom seemed like she was always reinforcing them, it was just kind of odd to see that Ruby hated herself so much. Yeah. I understood that Ruby didn't want to be like her mom because after their little brother's death, it looked like their mom broke down mentally. Mm-hmm. And Ruby didn't want to be considered crazy. I can understand Ruby going out her way to present herself as sane. I just don't understand Ruby just hating her black skin. Yeah. Just and this the... this all happened in a believe a, a week period. I'm, oh yeah, they were only I in the house for like ten days. Ten days, or yeah, something. maybe something like that. Maybe it's like wrong. some kind of Amityville type stuff. Like they, they only survive for these long. Yeah. <laughs> And it was like every episode was like uh, day one or night one. So, mm-hmm. but it it just felt like the scene when she painted herself white. I legitimately cried. Like I cried. <laughs> oh, I just thought Ruby was crazy. I was like, Ooh. but I felt like I, don't know, I just felt like it hit this show. Just the show basically to me wasn't. It was, I mean, I guess it was like black horror, but it wasn't what I thought it was going to be, I guess. Mm. Definitely not what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> like, I, like I said, I can excuse um, racism as far as the, the motive to propel the story forward or something. But I feel like if you're going to put these characters into these constant racist situations that are that's physically and emotionally breaking them down, then there should be some kind of payoff. And then the show was very double, um, just had a lot of double standards because like we watched two black babies die. We watched them die in horrific ways. But then there came an opportunity for the father, um, what was his name? Henry. For the father, Henry, to um, kill a black baby. Oh, not a black baby. (laughs) To kill uh, a white baby. (laughs) Um, To kill a white baby, he was aiming a, a gun at a pregnant white woman. And then it was just like they came at you the tone of that whole scene was to be like no this is wrong henry shouldn't do this if henry gives into this then he's going to be a dark individual and blah 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 and playing up to blah 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 but that wasn't the the case with henry losing his child it was like it was like it was like the most horrible thing being done to you and then you believing an eye for an eye was right. And then when you are about to get that eye, they're like, nah, we ain't, we ain't doing that. 
No, that's too much for TV. Yeah. So it would have been, it felt like the, the creators were telling me it was too much to kill this white woman's baby. But it was perfectly fine for us to torture black children throughout yeah. this whole show. So I, I really didn't like that. I didn't like the, the tone of that. I didn't like the fact that Henry was constantly belittled by his, his boss. And he didn't get a payback for that. I didn't. I I related to Henry a lot because Henry was a veteran and Henry had PTSD and Henry had a lot of issues going on. But it seemed like Henry was sucking up all of his pain and basically lowering himself for the betterment of his family. And he wasn't allowed to break and release. Yeah, you can see like throughout the show he has a lot of Mm -hmm. at first he's trying to be calm adjust to his new situation Mm -hmm. but you can see that he has a lot of like pent up aggression Mm -hmm. I guess like he has a lot of pent up frustration which is 100% understandable Mm -hmm. but you can see it eating at him and not only is this that he has to be there for his wife he has to be there for his kids he has to have this job to be able to provide for his wife and kids in this new town Mm -hmm. and so you start to see how it's eating away at him eating away at his mental state yeah and like in the military they made him go through some um mustard gas experiments or whatever which really messed him up now if he smells like sweet fruits or something he feels like he's gonna throw up and they show um pretty good ptsd scenes with that Mm -hmm. um he got himself virtually a companion dog, a companion pet that he named Sarge, and the house killed him. Yeah. And then it's just like, and if the house wasn't going to kill him, his white neighbors were planning on killing the dog. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, so much is happening to this family, and you don't get a payoff, which is ridiculous, because horror is a genre yeah. that allows you to go beyond when it comes to paybacks and it comes to just revenge and it doesn't even have to be revenge it could just be straight violence yeah but like we look at things like last house on the left they raped and murdered their daughter in the original Uh and the family systematically killed off their oppressors but for there some reason, nothing. them yeah. gave you this feeling like they're, they deserve this pain and they just need to move forward, which is ridiculous. The show basically was being like, how much can a black person take? Which is essentially what they were saying. Mm-hmm. Everything was stacking up on them. And it was kind of like, when is the point that you break? Mm-hmm. But when you're watching it, it's kind of like... My goodness, how much are you... Because in my head, even from episode one, I was like, it's not only are they suffering outside of the house, the home is supposed to be their comfort, the home is supposed to be their safety place, but it wasn't. It's not only the neighbors were making it not the safety place, now they have these ghosts in here who were making it not their safety place. (laughs) So they were suffering inside of their home, outside of their home, And it had me thinking a lot, why didn't they leave this home and go stay? Because they had family that lived in another part of the city. Mm -hmm. 
I can't remember where, but it had a family that lived in another part of the city where the town was majority black and had, and the mom went to go visit, um, the cousin, their cousin, and she was having a good time. And it just made me think, why didn't they go stay with her until ultimately till they could get rid of this home? I mean, I would take into consideration that getting rid of a home is not like the easiest. Oh, well, thing. I know it's not. And especially like I'm gonna tell you right now, that, if it came that. between a ghost in my house <laughs> and me leaving, I'm gone. I don't care if I have to go through foreclosure. I don't care what. I mean, <laughs> credit score. I don't your care. Your money's tied I up in don't it. Don't care. <laughs> my and husband Angel will doesn't care. <laughs> Sylvester will told me that he would not tell me if he saw something in our home <laughs> if it was minor to him but if I see a door closed on his own we're gone packing up and leaving I don't care if my credit score drops to zero and I have to rebuild again where are we going to pack up and go family I would pay the mortgage still what I'm going to pay the mortgage for a see, house see your I'm credit not, not going bad but then you stay with family. Anyway. We have parents who would take us in in a second. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's just a lot of issues with them. I'm, I I gave it a seven, but I, I don't think I'm going to return for season two. No. Because I just don't, I don't see anything or I can't predict anything that they're going to offer me that will make me be like, oh my god, yeah, I need to see this. Because I was pretty hyped to see this. Mm -hmm. And then it just it just seemed like it was in poor taste. So if this is how the um, anthology is going to continue and all I'm just going to see is black pain throughout the centuries and with no legitimate decades, pain, decades centuries, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. They might jump back. Yeah, that so. is true. <laughs> Um, if I'm just gonna see <laughs> black pain, <laughs> black pain and no payment or no payoff, I just don't, I just don't see the point. I don't see the point in me taking this ride with them. I don't honestly understand who, who, I mean, if you do, I'm not judging you or anything, but I'm not saying I don't understand who will watch the first season and say that they want to sit down and watch a second season because, from my understanding, of, and I think these are just rumors. But it's supposed to be a different cast um, if they do get a second season. Mm. Or it might be like how American Horror Story does. It might be the same cast playing different, different characters. characters. Why would I want to see them go through this again? Like, they are 1950s right now, I believe. In my head, I was saying that it would be every season would be a different, like, 1960s, 1970s. Why on earth would I be like, let me sit down and watch them go through the 60s? Yeah, I mean, and we got one year's coming out for that. <laughs> but it's like, I I personally know a few people who love this show. And um, I guess more power to them. This one just wasn't for me. Yeah. So, yeah, this, that's that's what I'm going to go with. Them is not for me. It's not for me either. It's definitely not a show that you can... I mean, you could pay me to watch it again, I guess. But it's oh, not yeah. a show... If you want to pay me, I'll watch anything. I'll watch paint dry. You want to give me some money? That's fine. <laughs> but <laughs> if I had to sit down and watch this again, I absolutely would not. <laughs> yeah. 
And it just has me questioning him because this is a black director, I believe a black creator. Mm-hmm. It just has me questioning why. Why is this out? <laughs> Who was this made for? Mm-hmm. Like, you can say that it's in the same kind of like so- social commentary group as Watchmen and Lovecraft Country and um, Get Out. You You can definitely argue that. But it's not done as well. Like, um, spoiler alert for Watchmen. Watchmen has payoffs. Watchmen um, gave us um, the first real superhero as a black superhero. Watchmen Watchmen just eliminated their version of the Klan (laughs) in this whole spectacular event. Mm -hmm. And then Lovecraft Country while they were constantly facing racism, that was more of the backdrop as we watched these black characters elevate to their like superior selves. Mm -hmm. And Lovecraft Country had the most iconic moment when um, ooh, what's her name? Which one? The the one that played um, Black Canary. And uh, Birds of Prey. Uh, okay, she played Letty. So when Letty is having a party in her little white neighborhood and white people get all mad and they parked all their cars with the horns, Letty came out with a baseball bat. There's a burning cross in the background and she's smashing the glasses. Um, she's got these black men behind her with shotguns protecting her as she does what she needs to do and then the cops get called the guns are thrown off and everybody's all calm or waiting to get down but it's just like that iconic moment where there's letty with the baseball bat in front Mm -hmm. of a flaming cross basically saying she's not gonna take this shit anymore Mm -hmm. wasn't given to us in them Like, we got a moment where she slapped her neighbor, but that was not the same. That's not impactful. So it was just like, they went to do what was done before, and they, I think they failed. Yeah. They they just weren't able to hit the spot. Like, all I've seen is, because I'm on Twitter all the time. (laughs) Twitter and Reddit. But all I've seen, like, is people complaining about the show and how much they dislike the show and what could have been done. And in this situation, it seems like... I'm just going to say it. It seems like she hates black people. (laughs) Like, it just seems like she has some issue. Like, Um. I want to know... What the problem is that is shown throughout this show. Like, for me... Okay, I'm about to tell you about the scene with the baby. So, it's traumatizing. If you don't want to hear it, you can fast forward past this part. But to show... Spoiler. But to show a baby being put into a bag and thrown around like a piece of trash. And being killed as his mom is getting raped. Like, why? 
I'm literally about to cry even thinking about it. But why <laughs> is that necessary, you feel like, to show to show us? Why couldn't it's been ta- it was being talked about. We knew that she lost a baby. We knew that she was raped. But to actually see that was not even necessary. And I think that what people say even on Twitter is that you as the black community, we get tired of seeing black trauma just being portrayed within the media. That's not our only part of our lives. And to constantly being seen in movies, and it's the only thing you get a Oscar nomination for or a Golden Globe for, is showing black trauma. It feels like the director's goals in these movies and TV shows is to see how far they can go for that. Yeah, this um, this show definitely wasn't for black empowerment. This show does not show black people rising above hatred. This show just hits them with the hatred and then just kind of lets them sit in it. Uh-huh. And I just, I don't see the point in that. Um, I guess it was created by little Marvin and, um, who's that? Lena. Lena something or another. But... She did um, Queen and Slim. Oh, well. She directed Queen and Slim. Little Marvin and Lena, you can do better. Mm-hmm. Or if I didn't you, want to get her last name wrong. <laughs> yeah, if you can't, then don't do it. Just mm-hmm. leave it alone. And this show, the cast was so amazing that it could have been such a good show. Like, yeah, Jordan Peele as, could do something amazing with these people. As horror fans and being and being black, that to be able to see this cast have done a good horror TV show would have been amazing. Oh my goodness, like it would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. But um, I think we. We pretty much covered everything that we want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, everything we felt about this show. Mm-hmm. I mean, it ended with the family kind of staring down the cops and staring down their neighbors. <sighs> Once again, I was like, okay, speaking of the ending, so the ending was they fought back against all the supernatural things, basically, that was haunting them. Um, they overcame that, but they still had their neighbors and the cops outside, and it was creating a big, like, rally. Mm-hmm. But in my head, so in one of the episodes, the mother took her daughters out the back door and through the fence to so they wouldn't have to face their... Um, racist neighbors. Their racist neighbors. She took them that way to go to the bus stop, and she told them that this was a one-time thing, and it will never happen again. So, at the end, they didn't go through the back. They decided to go out the front door and face their neighbors and the cops who were holding guns to them. And then it goes off. In my head, being at this show, I'm pretty sure they died. Yeah, I get a vibe that they died. Yeah. That's the only thing that I that came from that I feel. But then I'm. it's another scene that you wish that they could have overcame all of that yeah. and one I would have loved that I would have loved if their family members like you wouldn't even I wouldn't even need them to like fight off the neighbors but if their family members rolled up just to like protect them. yeah like 20 30 deep to just be there for them and escort them out 
I would have been fine. Mm -hmm. But you, you don't get anything like that. You don't get a sense of security. And I guess, I guess these creators think that's what you need because, I mean, we're not secure in America being black. Yeah. But I don't, I don't need your poor execution of showing me that. Mm -hmm. I can wake up and I already know that. So. And then it comes back to the point of understanding that that's what they're trying to show, but is it necessary for everything we see now to show that? Yeah. Is there not a, a escape? I guess. Yeah. Like, someone named me something with fantasy that <laughs> <laughs> is a black cast. <laughs> Sometimes you just want to see black people ride dragons. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> Uh, sometimes you just want to see, I don't know, a black slasher going through a historically black college. Yeah. Give us a black scream. I enjoyed that season. <laughs> you did it, Kiki. <laughs> I see you working with him, Kiki. You moving up there with Jordan Peele. You go, girl. You go. What? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we got. So. Hope you enjoyed it. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next show. Thank you for listening to Black Geek Couple, and we hope you enjoy. Remember, you can find Black Geek Couple wherever you can listen to a podcast. Make sure that you like, share, and review. And make sure to join us every Thursday for a new episode. Now go enjoy your horror life. <laughs> <laughs>